Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 6000. As the latest iteration of the Captain Bot Class AI series, I can assure you reboots can be better than the original. Sometimes, maybe, have a nice flight. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my werewolf Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? Uh, I'm seeking stories. Stories. Stories that deaths, deaths, and suffering. Answers. Answers. <laughs> but not getting any answers. No answers to be. No found answers here. to be had here. No. You will not find answers here. <laughs> the answers. You These seek. are not the answers you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing this week? The week later after our awesome bottle episode. Um, I am still legit sick. Mm-hmm. I was able to record a few chapters for a narrating job, though. Uh, okay. But I had to be heavily <laughs> medicated. Medicated. <laughs> I, uh, I I'm feeling better. Thanks for asking. Uh, oh, you know. Hey, wait a second. How are you doing, honey? Terrible. No, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm, I'm still actually quite sick, but yeah. I'm not waking up with like. The super sore throat anymore, which yeah, is a that's, relief. That's good. So hopefully in a few days it'll happen to me too. Yeah. A girl can dream. A, gotta hang on to those <laughs> dreams. You never gotta know. Gotta hang on to those dreams. So um, have you been other than that? Just busy? Safe? Well, my foot is, I can walk on it now. That's good. That's great news. After two months. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. You should be. <laughs> yeah, no pain on there anymore. And none of the weird reverb that I was getting. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. And I've been working my butt off. Right. <laughs> and we've been watching a lot of cool shows. What about you? Um, about the same, about the same, yeah. except for the reverb in my foot. Yeah. But that was my more my sprained toe, which is doing better now, so that's good. And we have been watching a lot of cool stuff and some not-so-cool stuff. This is uh, true. We, we watched Tales of the Jedi. Oh, my God. The Dooku ones were awesome. The Dooku ones were like... Ten stars. Yeah. The Ahsoka ones were like seven to nine. Well, I was going to go six to seven. Six to seven? Because I really think her being born was highly unnecessary. I know, that was Hello, the, we know she was born. Of all of the episodes, there's only six episodes and they're yeah. short. You can watch them all like in a couple hours. Yeah. I think that was the most pointless one. Yeah, that one to me was ridiculous. We yeah. know she was born. <laughs> And I think really all it was supposed to do wasn't even so much an Ahsoka episode so much as it was like, hey, have you ever wondered how they found Jedis? No, because they they did that in the Clone Wars. Remember, they had a whole episode where they go Jedi hunting. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. For like baby Jedis. I don't know what the point of that one necessarily was then. But like the one with Anakin was good. Oh, my God. I love that one. Yeah, that was really good. And then um, I really like the one where she... Well, I, I guess I shouldn't spoil it. It's the last episode of yeah, this yeah, season. But, yeah. but Tales of the Jedi, is it felt very Star Wars to me. Yes, especially the Dooku ones. Man, I love those so much. It just reframes that character completely. I mean, I've always had the hots for Christopher Lee, but now Dooku is in there. Yeah, and I kept, <laughs> I kept watching it, and I'm like, this would be like, City of the Dead yeah. era Christopher Lee in that Yes, role, you know? and I was like, oh, yeah, he'd be so sexy. I'd follow him Burn, anywhere. witch, burn. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, watch City of the Dead. Um, we started, this is funny because I know, I don't remember what episode. I know at one point we watched Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. And I remember specifically saying, hey, isn't it crazy that this show that I feel like isn't very shouldn't be as good as it is yeah. and it just keeps getting better. Yeah. Well, apparently that stops here and now. Oh my god. Okay. So like I love all these characters. They're complicated. They're yeah. three-dimensional. Now they're just flat and they're put in boxes and for some odd reason LaRusso is hiring assassins. He's just hiring assassins. <laughs> He's ha- All because assassin. Silver wants to open up a franchise. He wants to franchise <laughs> his karate dojos and they're acting like he's like creating a Death Star. So he hires <laughs> an assassin from Japan <laughs> to infiltrate. It's just it's gotten so cartoony. Like yeah. 
they were always funny and they were always a little bit over the top. Yeah. But it still felt grounded, especially the original ones. Mm-hmm. Like the original ones with like where it was primarily Johnny and Miguel. Yeah. Were the best. Oh my gosh, they were so good. And like, uh, and it kept going well. And I don't know if it was COVID. Mm-hmm. It this season just looks cheap. Yeah. The writing is like terrible. Mm-hmm. It, it it's like just cliche writing, and it's like. We've gotten to the point where Johnny thinks his girlfriend might be pregnant, so we need to have a montage of him learning how to, like, put a diaper on a yeah. baby. And it's like, really? This is what... This is, like, home improvement level... Of comedy, of yeah. Of comedy. Whereas before, it was much more nuanced than that. So, yeah, we only made it, I think, three episodes. Yeah. And we were just like, I'm done. Yeah, I was like, I can't do this anymore. If it gets... I, which really sucks, because I really liked that show. Yeah, I did, too. And then we also just finished watching Over the Garden Wall. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Such a good show. So good. So weird and cute and beautiful. Yeah. The animation is really pretty. Like Tales of the Jedi, they're pretty short episodes. Yeah, they're like think, 10 minutes. I think, And I think there's only like 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. So again, you could probably binge them all in a couple hours yeah. if you felt like so mm-hmm. inclined to do that. I would recommend it. Oh, yes. Most definitely. I, I remember about a year ago, I sat my son in front of it and said, here, watch this. <laughs> Having not watched it myself. And then I was like, we were watching it last night. I'm like, I totally told our son to watch it by himself. <laughs> not that it's bad, right. but it's just like, <laughs> there's some imagery and stuff in there that I'm like, wow. That's yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty heavy. It's pretty heavy. This is like our... original grim fairy tale level. Yeah, it's like yeah. original grim fairy tale level stuff. But that's like the main stuff we've been watching until today. Until today. As promised. Yeah. For weeks we've been teasing this out. Kolchak the Night Stalker. Yes, Kolchak the Night Stalker. From 1974. (laughs) However. 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 These shows are on YouTube Mm -hmm. in their entirety. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I say entirety, I'm saying movie length episodes. They're like an hour and a half long. So we were like scrolling through looking for this. Like, oh my God, it's an hour and a half and long. And which one is the pilot? And which one's the pilot? And we found one that said Kolchak, the Night Stalker pilot. pilot. And so we were like, oh, perfect. And it starts and there's this young dude. And who looks remarkably like Stuart Townsend. <laughs> and, and it looks like. It looks like it was filmed in the 90s. It looks like it was filmed in the 90s. Yeah. It looks, to me, it looked like a web series. Yes, it did. You know what I mean? Yeah. That look like, that... before um, YouTube and all of them got really... Uh, more sophisticated. Yeah, more financially sophisticated. Yeah, it looked very original. <laughs> it looked very amateur. Like yes. Like, someone filmed this on their phone. Yes. And... And he starts talking, and that's what we were making fun of before. He's like, I'm looking for questions. And then yeah, the questions. word questions will Pops come. up on the, on the, <laughs> on the opening screen. credits. Yeah. And I'm like, this can't be. And then, he, then they show a shot of him like typing on a, a laptop. I'm yeah. like, this is definitely not no. the show. So we, we left, and we found out inadvertently <laughs> that there actually was a remake of Kolchak the Night Stalker made in 2005. 2005? Isn't that surprising? What? <laughs> I thought it was made in the 90s. <laughs> New. Wow. No. I'm New. assuming it was made as a response, maybe to Supernatural, which I believe Okay, I wanted to talk about that, though. Okay. I wanted to talk about, yeah, well, we'll get into it. Uh, but, get into but, it now? But, well, There's no rules here. Okay, well, I'm going to say this. Okay. I liked it. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe when you said that at the end. <laughs> I couldn't believe now, it. I wrote it down. I was like, Aaron just said she liked it, guys. Now, now hear me out. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. The acting, not great. The pacing, nope. not great. Nope. The writing, not great. Nope. But there are some solid bones there and a great story. And to me, it reminded me of the very early episodes of Supernatural, where they were just sort of hunting the monster of the week, right. where things were just trying to be figured out. So when you brought up the Supernatural thing, I was like, oh, man, well, that's exactly how I felt watching this. Right. I really feel like but it worse. had, yeah, I really feel like it had the potential to be Supernatural, to be, like, really interesting. But unfortunately, it sort of doesn't because, well, well like, there like, was a like, lot of problems there. Like you said, if, like, and this is what we thought but it was. But I really, and I think that, really like the premise. And I think this is, 
important for our podcast mm-hmm. in particular. What this felt like to me, if you had told me this was just a bunch of people mm-hmm. who took their cell phone out, mm-hmm. recorded a pilot episode yeah. to like show to studios and be like, hey, here's our like proof of concept of what we want yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. And then the studio's like, yes, that's great. We'll reshoot it better. Yeah. Like, that's what it felt like That's what me. it felt like It felt like, like a true pilot mm-hmm. of just, like, like independent people. Yeah, it felt except like a for, real pilot. Except for it's Stuart Townsend and Gabrielle Union somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but, like, if you had been, like, if you had told me, like, Stuart Townsend's brother yeah. filmed this on his phone. Because, right. like, Stuart Townsend was trying to get himself a television series. Yeah. I would not have been, I, I would have been like, I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes total yeah. sense. And in that sense, mm-hmm. I would say, yes, you're right. It has the potential to be good. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is a remake of, <laughs> okay, the original <laughs> Cold Check the Night Stucker lasted 20 episodes. Wow. This one lasted 10, 10 apparently. Yeah. So it didn't okay. even last <laughs> as long as the original did. Right. But. I just really wish they would have done it better because this had really interesting bones. In well, and opinion. here's what I'm going to say about the bones. Mm. I murdered it. No. <laughs> you said at one point, you're like, Frank Spotsnit was the writer. Yeah. You're like, who is that? Why Why do I know that name? Frank Spotsnit wrote and directed a lot of X-Files. Ah, that's where he, and Lone Gunman okay. and that stuff. Yeah. So he actually has a history of this, and apparently a lot of the writers and creators of the X Files were huge fans of Kolchak the Night Stalker. Oh, when that they were makes kids. sense. Okay. So it makes sense. It does have good bones because right. we have a similar writer. It's just amazing how different this is right. from like the X Files. Although you can kind of see the similarities yeah. too. So. It, okay. It, so good. I was right with the bones. N- you're not. You're not wrong. No. Yeah. No. 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 You're not wrong at all. I just wish it was done better because I really did enjoy the premise and I thought this is this is interesting. No wonder it's a cult classic. Well, I'm kind of I like, mean, not the remake, but the original. I can see, see yeah, why people would really appreciate the original. Why would you want to remake this thing? It's yeah. like, oh, I can see why. And like and yeah, you could definitely see that premise in like the X Files or whatever. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. Now, the original pilot we were gonna watch for this was called apparently The Ripper. Mm-hmm. And it puts Carl up against the original Jack the Ripper, a black cape to bullet-resistant superhuman killer of women. I'm actually kind of glad we didn't watch that one. Yeah. Because I'm really against Jack the Ripper used as a fictional Me monster too. trope. Me too. When he was a real-life person who killed yeah. sex workers. Yeah. Like, that's... I don't like it when people do that. I don't either. You know? that, that sort of shit really pisses me off. No, they're not monsters, guys. They're humans. Yeah, like it, they it, are humans. It diminishes the victims. Yeah, and it, to make it like a kind of fairy tale mm-hmm. kind of thing, it will be like like taking... no human in real life could ever have done this. Yeah, yeah. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like oh, they must have been. They, they were beyond evil. They must have been demonic. Yeah, you know, to have done this. It's Bullshit. Like, or it'd be like about a hundred years they're doing like fictional stuff with like Jeffrey Dahmer or mm-hmm. Ted Bundy or something like that. It's like just because it was a hundred years ago doesn't make those lives that were lost any less important. Exactly. You know, like just because mm-hmm. we are emotionally distant from it doesn't mm-hmm. mean there were any less than. Yeah, so, it's infuriating. I'm sick and tired of Jack the Ripper either being like a vampire or a werewolf yeah. or something like that. It It's infuriating. Yeah, so I'm kind of glad we didn't watch that. So I'm if you were looking forward to us watching the 1974 Check, maybe we'll watch the movie sometime. Like the, there was a television movie that right. came out before the series. Maybe we'll watch that. As like an in-flight movie or something, but mm-hmm. like, it was just really. We're both still under the weather, and an hour and a half <laughs> long show yeah. just was a lot. And this yeah. one was, I should say, forty-four minutes, which is like yeah. the appropriate length for yeah. like this type of show. Honestly, the show didn't drag for me. <laughs> That's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it dragged for you. Did it? It dragged me like a wear puma through a hotel room. <laughs> And we never found any answers. <laughs> There's answers, answers. Answers, answers. Which made it feel very X-Files to me. Right. Because I was writing something down, and I didn't think I was, like, distracted from the show for that long. Yeah. And all of a sudden, not to, well, spoiler, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a 17-year-old failed show. <laughs> but, like, um, like they're escaping from the den of this were coyote or whatever. Whatever the hell it whatever was. Whatever it is. We don't know. We never find out. And I look up and I've started asking and I'm like, what was it? And you're <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm like, did they not show you what it no. was? And you're like, no. And I kept asking. I'm like, certainly they must tell no. us what this thing is. No, they did and they not. Go, 
But that feels very x files to yes, me. Yes, it does. Where you never quite see the evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, the little girl who they're searching for, like, conveniently can't remember her yeah. time being captive. So it's like, was it just weird chupacabra coyotes? <laughs> or was it, like, a were-monster? Right. Like, we don't really know. Mm-hmm. And we don't know the motives for why this was being done. We don't know anything. We don't really. know anything. Yeah, you, you, you leave the episode with more questions than you have. Yes. However, I don't think it does it in a totally engaging way. I just really wish it was done better because, honestly, I, I really did like the premise. Yeah, I think, like, what we're saying right now makes it sound more interesting than it actually was. Yeah. Again, you say, like you said, it's got good bones. It has really good bones. And there's a possibility we'll talk about this right now, and you'll be like, well, that sounds kind of cool. That's, like, mm-hmm. a supernatural thing. It's like X-Files. Yeah. But I cannot stress to you how poorly done it is. It is poorly, <laughs> poorly done. This show was uh, starring Stuart Townsend as Carl Kolchak. He was in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen <laughs> and Christmas at Castle Heart. Ooh. I think that's upcoming, maybe. And Gabrielle Union, who is Perry Reed. Mm-hmm. And she was in Almost Christmas and The Perfect Holiday. Yeah, wasn't she in one of those Bad Boys movies? She's in Bad Boys, too. <laughs> she has my favorite. Right next to the mine. <laughs> I quote that all the time. <laughs> Nobody thinks it's as funny as I do, but I think it's hilarious. <laughs> if you watch Bad Boys, too. Bad Boys. Bad Boys. If you there's, watch Bad Boys, too. They're so bad. They're bad. The Bad Boys. <laughs> when you watch the Bad Boys. When you watch the Bad Boys. Uh, and she's at the very end of the movie, and she, it's like, throw the gun down. She's like, throw the gun down. And she's like, and they're standing at a minefield. And she's like, I will. Right, right next, next to the, the mine. mine. <laughs> it's like the worst. Worst line delivery. And nothing against Gabrielle. No. Union. I'm sure it's more of a Michael Bay problem than a Gabrielle. Uh, it's Union. always a Michael Bay problem. <laughs> exactly. I don't blame her for this, but it's just so clunky and stupid. Um, the original Kolchak was released September 13th, 1974. I'm just r- saying the number one movie was Chinatown, and the number one song was You're Having My Baby. Parentheses. What a lovely way to say how much you love me. Ew. The grossest oh. song Ew. ever. That's disgusting. Ew. That's, that's my Paul God, Anka. old people. <laughs> Keep it in God. your hands, God, it's so gross. <laughs> Riddled talk- with syphilis and who knows what else. They're always talking about doing it and having babies. God. Ew. And then they're like, these teenagers need to keep it in their pants. Yeah, so do you, bitch. You're, you're having my baby. What a great way to say you love me. That's disgusting. That's, That's disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. But speaking of disgusting, this one was released September 29th, 2005. And the number one song, Topical, as always for some weird reason, was Gold Digger by Kanye West, who's having Ugh. a bit of a moment in Ugh. this time of history. Ugh, he can go his, to hell and die. With his anti-Semitic views and him losing Ugh. all his endorsements. And you know what? I'm sorry, guys. I've listened to Kanye West. He ain't that good. I, I don't, I've never everyone, understood it. Everybody just like started telling this man he was a genius. Yeah. With no nothing to ever for me to back that claim up. Exactly. And when you do that to a person who is like has an ego like that, mm-hmm. it's just a disaster. Because now he thinks he's infallible, and it's like, you guys pumped this guy's brain up way too much. <laughs> anyway, and the number one movie was Flight Plan, starring Jodie Foster. Uh, what were your predictions for Kolchak? Did you have any? Uh, I did. I said some dumb detective will stumble on satanic prostitution rings. Oh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> right? I'd watch that. I'd watch that. <laughs> and my prediction, count the syllables, please. Terror in the streets. Moans trembling in the sheets. <laughs> Sex not allowed. Wow, so you had a prostitution ring that wasn't a it prostitution ring. It had to ring. have been something. Well, <laughs> it had to be like, because it was in the 70s. That was Yeah, so it had to be like on acid or something? Yeah, it had oh. to be kind of like sexual without actually showing sex. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, do you want to hear some facts? Yeah, of course. About stuff. Let me see if I can find facts them. Facts about stuff. You know, I like <laughs> facts about stuff. I have facts about stuff. Well, we were watching Kolchak, the Night Stalker. Yeah. When he's going to hunt monsters, and I think it's important that you and I learn how to hunt monsters as well. Yes. However, okay. we have to start base level. Aww. We got to go after kobolds. Oh, this my is, God. We're killing kobolds. We haven't leveled up to the point that we're going after were coyotes. So, 
I have three, 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 <laughs> three monsters that anyone at home can feel free to go and chase and stalk and nice night stalk. Kids, don't try this at home. The first monsters we'll be talking about are Alps. Alps, like the, like mountain the mountains. Range. Yeah, like the mountain range. Isn't that weird? I'm gonna go kill me some mountains. Well, here we're gonna... I took down a mountain. We're gonna get. Yeah! <laughs> we're gonna get into the etymology of the word Alp, actually, which oh. is interesting. For the Alpines. Well, I don't know. I don't actually know how that relates to the mountain range. All I know is that the Alps, these creatures, are from that area. Oh, so I'm assuming it has to be yeah, related. So they're in some one way. in the same kind of. We'll get there. Are they mountain nymphs? Uh, they're described actually as being vampire-like, but are actually more like shape-shifting monsters that are akin to an incubus, not a succubus, an incubus. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are associated with associated with sleep the paralysis. Band, you mean? Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and we're we're said to attack you in your dreams like little Freddy Kruegers. Wow, these things are powerful. Yeah, you sure they're first level monsters? I they might be. I mean, that, level, they level, they sound pretty intense. Level two, you might want to. You might want to level up first. <laughs> you might want like a couple. <laughs> go after some boar first. <laughs> <laughs> go go farm some boar. Boar, freaking dangerous man. Yeah, well, yeah. people have died hunting them. Yeah, yeah. God. So uh, the Those first big men- old tusks, them <laughs> and hippos. <laughs> Those are crazy. Those things are crazy. Yeah, you go to Africa and they're like, don't worry about the lions worry or about the, the alligators. Worry about the hippos. Yeah. Uh, their first mention came around 1000 AD. Wow. They were thought of as nature gods or demons. Mm. The name Alp is where the English word elf is derived from. Oh. Furthermore, the word for nightmare in German is Alpdruck. Wow. Which literally means elf oppression. Oh, my God. Or So elves are truly bad news. Yeah, or Alptrom. I'm sure my I'm not saying this absolutely correctly, which means elf dream. Oh. They're also used uh, in the old idiom for bewilderment, der Alp tricked mich, which means the elf is deceiving me. Holy shit. There's also a medieval prayer found in necklaces uh, through archaeology. Mm-hmm. There are prayers of protection against the Alps, which is something that could be right out of spells. Out of spells oh my God, that's it. crazy. And here's the prayer you have if you're being attacked by uh, an Alp. Elf, or also little elf, you shall remain no longer. Elf, sister and father, you shall go out over the gate. Elf's mother, truth and mare, you shall go out to the roof ridge. Let the mare not oppress me. Let the truth not pinch me. Let the mare not ride me. Let the mare not mount me. Whoa. Elf, with your crooked nose, I forbid you to blow on people. <laughs> They like to suck the blood out of nipples of men and boys. Ew. But prefer women to get some of that breast milk. Yeah, hi. We don't carry breast (laughs) milk all the time. We're not just jugs of milk, (laughs) quite literally being like, here you go. Go tell that to- Suck on a nipple, get some breast milk. (laughs) Go tell that to the Alps. (laughs) (laughs) They're like a little mixture in there. Uh, they were. That would be disgusting if we were just full of milk all the time. It's so gross. <laughs> You'd be like cows. You'd have to be like milk. You'd have to be milked every day. It's disgusting. Um, Alps were huge dumb, uh, wore huge dumb hats. <laughs> it actually says that as a fact. They were huge dumb hats. They wore dumb hats regardless of what form they took. Which includes butterflies. Or says it's a form of oh my god, I would love to see a butterfly with a dumb hat. Is like, it, kind of like, like a dunce the, hat? Over, yeah. over the, over the uh, head, or over the garden wall head, hat. And one way to subdue them was to knock off their hat. Boof. Said do Seems any, easy. To get their hat back, they were said to do anything you wish. Ooh. If you happen to come across one napping during the day, you can also subdue it by shoving a lemon in its mouth. Yeah, I'll just take its hat. Because <laughs> I have, hey, I have a lemon in my pocket. I have a lemon in, yeah, I have a lemon in my pocket. What are you doing with a lemon in your pocket? <laughs> uh, so if you want to go hunting for uh, monsters that are a little closer to home, mm. you can always go to Pennsylvania. <laughs> there's no, there's, those are those are MAGA. You can't you can't kill them. That's considered murder. <laughs> are they called squonks? They're called magas. <laughs> they were first discovered. Uh, in the late 19th century during the height of Pennsylvania's logging industry. Hmm. In the book Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods in 1910 uh, by William T. Cox, a squonk, 
is of a very retiring disposition, generally traveling about at twilight and dusk. Because of its misfitting skin, which is covered with warts and moles, it is always unhappy. Hunters who are good at tracking are able to follow a squonk by its tears. A squonk? A <laughs> squonk. Dumb squonk. A squonk? Yeah. And it's like a little tree elf? Well, no. Hold on. <laughs> I don't understand its description. They're like, they have weird, saggy, but tight skin that's covered in warts. So it looks like a frog? It's very ugly. And you can follow it So by... these guys are looking in the mirror? Yes. Okay. You can follow a squonk. This is in the actual book of how to find them. You can follow it by following its tear-stained trail, for the animal weeps constantly. We need to get Josh Gates on this. <laughs> when... Be like, dude, find a squonk. <laughs> <laughs> when... Well, how it's tough. When cornered, an escape seems impossible, or when surprised and frightened, it may also dissolve into tears. Uh, they are said, How did they know it was tears and not just spring water? <laughs> I don't know. They're because they're coming out of the right. Ah. <laughs> and they cry because they're ugly. They know they're ugly. Aww. It's really actually quite a sad little monster. They're said to have webbed toes, but only on their left feet, <laughs> and so therefore can only swim in circles. <laughs> they are slowest in the moonlight because they are so ugly and don't want to be seen. Oh my God! This this guy is rude. A guy named J.P. Wentling is said to have cornered and captured the creature once, but on his way home, the sack he was carrying suddenly lightened and was full of liquid and bubbles. Yeah, then it wouldn't have lightened. Liquid um, is heavy. And uh, the they're a bit endangered at the moment because <laughs> the hemlock forest in which they are said to live currently is endangered of being destroyed okay. because of an invasive insect. Oh, what? So, who knows where this ugly little guy will waddle off to next. Oh my gosh. Environmentalists, get on this. Save, save this hemlock squonk. forest. Save the squonk. Save the squonk. <laughs> now, what were you going to say? You felt like you had something you wanted to say about this ugly little bastard. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Save the squonk. Save the squonk. Save uh, the hemlock forest. And then we also have the, I'm sure I'm going to say this wrong, Shirail, which are four spirits in Tartar f- folklore. It basically means in Turkic, a person possessed by a half-demon. They're big woolly guys with a single horn on their foreheads, kind of like the Mugatu. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they're sh- shapeshifters, again, because they're all shapeshifters. Of course. Its most defining characteristic is their super long arms and their even longer fingers. Ew. If you come across a shrail in the woods, they are said to lure their victims into a thicket. Their long fingers. Extend. You know what? Stop following random fingers into the woods. <laughs> Extend their long fingers. I mean, this is on you. This is on you. Whatever happens next, this is on you. You ready for what happens next? Oh, God. And they tickled you to death with their long fingers. Oh, my God. You're not ticklish, though. I'm not. You're not. You're lucky. If they are shape-shifted to look like a peasant... Is that a look? What's the look of a peasant? I look like a peasant. How does a peasant look? They look like a peasant, but with glowing eyes. So it's not a great disguise. (laughs) I still love the woman who lures men to their deaths by hanging a a, a a fish out of her her vagina. vagina. (laughs) And they're like, hey. Hey, wait a second. Sex and fish? (laughs) I'm sold. If you can befriend one, you can tickle it back and they will teach you magic. Okay, uh, so I can tickle it back and get magic. Yes. Yes. So they're very, but they're very hairy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I really want to. And then he's tickling you to death, and it's a whole big tickle thing. It's a big tickle thing. <laughs> Ew. No thanks. Let's get a day farrier. <laughs> if you happen to come across one in the forest, it will it will cause you to become disorientated, and the only way to find your way back to safety is to put your clothes on backwards and put your shoes on the wrong feet. They're also said to be afraid of water. Now, so do you, you walk backwards too, or just? You, I think you just can walk forward, but you gotta be like crisscross, make you want to jump. Jump, jump. Uh, so if you want to, so if you find a stream or something, you can elude it by uh, crossing the river. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is said in post-Soviet society, sixty-nine percent of rural—stress on rural—people in <laughs> Tartarstan still believe in this trickster, tickle, torturer. Wow. So if you anyone wants to follow up on that, mm. feel free. No thanks. I feel really bad about our skanky squonks. The skanky squonks. Yeah. Well, they're they're gonna die. Yeah, that's that's too Deforestation. bad. Deforestation. Deforestation. Kills it kills another, everything. Kills another species. Well, no, it was well, the invasive well, the invasive, species. Invasive, invasive. What's what's the invasive bug though? 
with killing our hemlocks. How dare you kill our beautiful hemlock trees? You come to our country. You come to our you country. You come to our country. <laughs> you kill our hemlocks. <laughs> Take our jobs from <laughs> our American bugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, but we are watching Kolchak, the new one from 2005, starring mm-hmm. Stuart Townsend and Gabrielle Union, as mm-hmm. we have said. Mm-hmm. Why do you think the woman at the beginning of the show leaves her knife on the table. She is clearly about to be killed. <laughs> I don't know. That woman was dumb as shit. Because here's the thing. So, so, no, now listen, guys. Let me set the scene with how dumb this woman is. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> basically, Aaron's going to spell out to you why this woman deserved it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody deserves it, especially what actually happens to but her. But if you're dumb. But if you're dumb. <laughs> no. No, so she's washing dishes, right? Yeah. As you are in your in your sexy little robe. And in all TV shows, you don't ever use a dishwasher. No, you, you actually just wash your dishes hand by wash, hand, apparently. Because you got to do something by hand. Yeah, because women, women be washing dishes. <laughs> women be washing them dishes. It's all we do. <laughs> that or shopping. They're shopping for dishes so they can watch more. Yeah. <laughs> so she's washing dishes. A window breaks. And she goes, hmm. And then continues. <laughs> no, I'm not done yet. And then continues washing the dishes. And I'm like, you dumb bent. What the hell? Yeah. That window was broken in your house. You don't go back to washing dishes. You go, hmm, Okay. what was that? That's creepy. Oh, well, back to dishwashing. <laughs> and then another broken window sounds. Yeah. And she finally puts down the dish. And it's like, okay, this is interesting. And she picks up a knife. Right. And I'm good, like, okay. Good, good I'm like, good. Good, good, good. So then she goes to investigate where the sound yeah. came from. And she sees that her living room is, like, torn apart, basically, and that her front door is wide open. Mm -hmm. And so she goes across the living room, looks outside with her knife, Uh and then goes, hmm, and closes (laughs) the front door, locks it, goes back inside her house that has been torn apart, Mm -hmm. gets cut with glass from where, you know, there's broken glass everywhere, puts down her knife, and then's like, I should really fix this cut. So goes walking through her destroyed dark house to fix the cut on her don't foot. Doesn't turn on a light. You don't need light. Doesn't turn on a light. We're not lighting the neighborhood. Exactly. And then that's when she gets attacked. And I'm like, you dummy. Yeah. If you've got a knife, you get out that fucking door. There's no way in that kind of heightened state. Mm-mm. Like, I understand. That I have the presence of mind to be like, I need a Band-Aid. Yeah. I. And this is 2005. Mm-hmm. She should have had a cell phone. Probably, she yeah. probably had a landline, to be quite honest yeah, with you. Probably. But I mean, like, you probably have a cell phone that it's like, as soon as you hear that weird noise, mm-hmm. you could like have 9-1 yeah. already dialed. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of look around just to make sure. And then as soon as you see your living room ransacked. Exactly. One. <laughs> exactly. But I was and you like, never let go of that knife. No, but what a dummy. What a dummy. Yeah. I mean, she probably would have been killed, too, if she had ran outside. Yeah. Because there turns out there's more than one of these things. Mm-hmm. I think was well, that was that the conclusion? Yeah, there was, there was more than a, there one. There's there like a, a few con- of them. There's like a conclusion. See, like that's the thing, guys. There's no real answers, mm-hmm. but I think the consensus was mm-hmm. that there was like a pack of these things. Exactly, and for some odd reason, they're stealing fetuses. They're tearing fetuses. The, What's the plural for fetus? Feti. Feti. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 tear, tearing. They're te- they're they ripping mo- they're mo- ripping the fetuses out of the belly. And like the Jimmy, and the woman dies obviously. And the Jimmy Olsen character, the photographer, Jane. Guy, is that his name? Yeah, his Jane. name's Jane. Jane. He like asks her at one time. He's, she's like, the fetus was torn out of her body, and he's like, how? <laughs> and I'm like, do you really? I, I at that point I was suspecting him. Because I was like, why do you want her to describe in graphic detail how that happened? They don't say. But what happens is the next day after this murder takes place, Mm -hmm. do they find her body? Yeah, they do have her body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They, Gabrielle Union and Jane, the photographer, who's a terrible photographer, by the way. At one point he's like, I didn't mean to take a picture of dirt, but here's a picture of dirt. With a bunch of paw prints. With a bunch of paw prints on it. I'm like, you are, you are, should not be on that picture. And then look sir. at this a picture of an ambulance? No, behind the ambulance. And there's like a panther. And there's or something. like some sort you of, can't you can't, it's blurry. You can't really tell. Yeah, but you something's never get there. To see it. And Gabrielle Union and Jane show up and they say they're with the Bugle or whatever company the they're Beacon. The Beacon. And they get there and Kolchak is already there. Yeah. And he says, I'm investigating this. You can go. 
Yeah, like, they go, and they tell the cops, like, we're here with the Beacon, and the cop is like, oh, a guy from the Beacon's already here. Yeah. And then they go and confront him, and he's like, yeah, I'm with the Beacon. And they're like, that's funny, because we're with the Beacon. And he's yeah. like, and so at that point, you're thinking, oh, this is oh, like he's a weird, lying. This yeah. is a weird uh, he's a uh, independent investigator, yeah. and he lied to get in, and now yeah. he's kind of busted. Yeah. But it turns out he, he is He does actually work there in her same department. In her department, and she was <laughs> never told by her boss. That he was hired. And once again, yeah. a mediocre white man mm-hmm. ascends in the company. Yep. She's the senior investigative reporter for yeah. crime. And this person has been hired beneath her and mm-hmm. basically elevated above her. Yeah. And she has no clue about it. No clue. And it turns out he is under suspicion of murder and <laughs> has been, like, <laughs> at one point uh, institutionalized yeah. for the murder of his wife that was never... And it's like, yeah. all this happened and her boss didn't even care one whit nope. to let her know, oh, by the way. By the by. <laughs> he's suspected of murdering his wife and he's in your department. But you know what? One time, he missed a press conference about a story he broke, so that's why I believe he didn't murder anyone. <laughs> it's like, or that's the perfect alibi. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we find out that, and he's kind of a weird, wafy guy, Stuart Townsend. <laughs> so then, the the sister, or is it the sister or the brother of the... The brother of the woman who died. The brother of the woman who died brings his whole family on a trip to, to the, the morgue, morgue but then leave their daughter all alone, alone in the hospital in front of the morgue where they open a door and they see her dead aunt on a slab yeah and then so leave his child traumatized with the yeah. sight of a dead body alone in the morgue and then Kolchak comes up behind her and goes, like a creepy motherfucker scary isn't it <laughs> To this, I'm talking and, a six-year-old yes, child. and that's when I bust out laughing. I was like, this is fabulous. <laughs> and I'm like, why wouldn't you get a babysitter or something? Yeah. Like, they, they did, like, a whole family trip to, mm-hmm. this, to this thing. I don't know. I mean, like, honey, mm. the acting in this was, like... Oh, it's atrocious. Sketch comedy level bad. It, it, it could have been yeah. on SNL. It could have yeah. been Andy Samberg. And we know these people are capable of a lot more. Yeah, it's not. So like that's I think, the problem. It's like, well, what happened here? What's going on here? Because I know that Stuart Townsend and Gabrielle Union are yeah. cap- capable actors. Yeah. So yeah. the see this, and like what I didn't understand too, like I felt like it was a whole tax write-off show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was a show that was produced, but never had any real intention of like going anywhere. Going anywhere. Yeah. It felt very much like if you do you know about the Fantastic Four movie from nineteen ninety four or whatever, yeah. yeah. And they hired like the guy from yeah. uh, the Boy Who Could Fly. Like it was yeah. decent actors. Mm-hmm. The, all the actors thought it was a real movie, yep. but they had no intention of ever releasing exactly. it. Exactly. Like that's what this felt like to me. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel bad for them in a way. Cause I, mm-hmm. Do you feel like they're trying? But there's like zero chemistry between Gabrielle yeah. Union and Stuart Townsend. They yeah. could be on different sets on different days. Yes. On the days where they are interacting with one another. Yeah. I don't know if there's supposed to be sexual tension between the two. I don't or know not. either. Like, it was I just mean, very poorly done. Yeah. It's just like you would not know that they were in the same room together half yeah. the time. And then we have to talk about the fact that Gabrielle Union, mm-hmm. not her personally, her character. Her character is the worst journalist ever. The worst journalist <laughs> Ever. Every... Investigative journalist. Let's like, be clear on yeah. this. It's not like she's just doing like sports. She's not just reporting. Anything. She's like supposed to, her job includes investigation. She's in supposed title. to be David Ferrier for crime. Yes. And she is not. And every time she gets confronted with a question, mm-hmm. she walks away from it. Yes. And like at one point she's like, why can't you just let this go? And I'm like, a story of fetuses being ripped out of women? Yeah, because... Why would you let that story go? Because at this point, that <laughs> little girl that they left in the morgue, her mother's been murdered by murdered. the same yes, thing. Yes, by the same and thing. And she's been kidnapped. Yes. And, and they're Gabrielle like, and she's like, why won't you let this story go? God, just like put in a nine to five. Let's just quiet <laughs> quit together, man. <laughs> Newspapers are on their way out. It's 2005. That was bonkers to me. And, and, that was bonkers. And what you find out, too, is... The reason why he can't just let this go is because his wife... The same thing happened to his wife. ...was murdered, Mm -hmm. like, whatever, years ago, five years ago, whatever. Mm -hmm. 
But you don't know that at that point. But when she asks him that question, why can't you just let this go? He laughs. Yeah. And turns around like, ha, <laughs> 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 Just walks away. And you're like, wait, no, this is due to, like, serious trauma in your yeah. life, sir. Yeah. Like, like, I understand why you can't let this go. Yeah. And, like, his whole wife's death doesn't really make sense No, either. it doesn't. Because we find out that what happens is on a rainy night, I guess he was going to this press conference with his wife mm-hmm. to announce this story he broke. Yeah. He swerves off the road to avoid a collision. And while they're kind of like, whew, that was a close one, their windshield is broken into yeah. by, like, a dog monster. Yes. And, then, and like, somehow he survives, but she doesn't, and the fetus is ripped from her body. Yeah, and that's how I think he finds out she was pregnant that yeah. way, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, and everyone blames him for this murder. Yes. But I'm like, his windshield is still broken into. Like, yeah. It feels like there's not really any investigation going on there either. Well, we know cops are shitty. Well, that's for sure. And it turns out that Fane... Mm-hmm. So there's a Jane and there's a Fane in this? Is that what I'm Yes. Thinking? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fane is an FBI reporter and uh, FBI agent, investigator, yeah. And he seems to be covering up a lot of this stuff. Yeah, too. he's covering he's up a lot. He's trying to arrest Kolchak for his wife's murder, but they yeah. can't pin it on him. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, because there's really nothing to pin on him. Yeah. Really, except for the fact that he was there. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you still can't explain, like, why why would he knock out his own windshield? How did he rip this fetus out? Yeah, how did he rip this fetus yeah. out? Like, there's just nothing there to, to ex- explain it. You, how long do footprints last in the desert? For Not time? long. Okay. Because there's wind. Because <laughs> it, it was really funny to me. And the footprints were so clear. clear. So clear. Okay, so this is how it, this is how it happens. Okay. <laughs> so they go to Jane's where he took the photograph of the creature behind the ambulance. Yeah. And Jane's like, okay, the ambulance was right there, so the creature was here. Mm-hmm. And Kolchak's like, yeah, but the monster was going this way. Yeah. And Jane's like, how do you know that? And he's like, because of the footprints right there. <laughs> 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 like, they were like... Clear, clear as, as day. day. A week later. A week later, I mean, like, yeah. I think maybe they do last a little long. Well, I mean, like, certainly longer than if they were in a swamp or something. Right. But, like, it's, the desert's still windy. Yeah, they're windy places. And they weren't, like, that deep. But these were, like, clear impressions. Clear like, imprints. Oh, and, like, yeah. the fact that nobody saw these things or... <laughs> and, like, there were, like, these animal prints everywhere. Everywhere. And nobody made note of them. And nobody was like, there's animals on this. Yeah. No, nobody seemed to care that it would, could have been, like, a coyote and or like a mountain lion. big prints. Like I, like I said, it could be, like, a mountain lion. They live yeah. in California. You would think a detective would have gone to, like, a, a veterinarian being like, hey, do you know what these prints are? It's weird that these big animal prints that could be... Are long, all over this crime scene. Yeah, are all over this crime scene. Nobody seems to care about that. Nobody. Except for Kolchak because he's so smart. Because he's so smart. (laughs) Okay, so then she is suspicious. She finds out that he may have possibly murdered his wife. She calls the FBI who arrest him Mm -hmm. for the current murders (laughs) thinking he might be somehow involved. Mm -hmm. And then he gets out from that. Yes. And then she's like, sorry, I got you arrested. I just was checking I up. was just asking questions. I was just asking the questions. Just asking questions. Here, let me give you a ride home. So she gives him a ride home. Even though she still thinks he's a murderer. Still thinks he's a murderer. Still thinks he's a murderer, guys. And it's like, okay, let me go inside your house and get a beer with you. Wow. Really? <laughs> she's really dumb. God. She's really dumb. They go inside, and his house has been broken into. Yeah, clearly. Because they say, like, she's like, you're, she's like, mm-hmm. is that your house? And he's like, yeah, why? And she's like, because the door's been broken into. And I'm like, you guys, like, even if it wasn't his house, maybe yeah. you should report the house that's been, yeah. like, broken into. Yeah. And they go in there, and then he's got all these pictures. He's got a murder wall. He's got a murder wall. As you do. And it's like, and she's like, why do you keep these? And I'm like, because he's a fucking investigator. investigator. You should have a murder wall. Yeah, exactly. Every investigator should have a murder wall. Exactly. And apparently, most of these crimes are linked by the same mark on these victims. And the police are like, no, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. It's a very distinctive Even though mark. all the fetuses are ripped out of the bodies, there's a very distinctive mark on the wrist. But sometimes... But there's nothing there. No, no, there's no. There's no. nothing there. But then there's like a whole scene where he's like... She's like, so all these... Uh, have oh, yeah. And, so and he, like, he goes, like, not most of them, so but some of them. He says, some don't, but some do. And then he says, they are... They, 
They're related, but some of them aren't related. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how they're all related. It's yeah. like, like literally it was, they're not related, mm-hmm. but some are related, but that's why they're all related. Yes, it made no sense. <laughs> it was just the most bizarre <laughs> logic leaps ever. Yes. It was like, uh, they all have this mark? Yeah, but not all of them, but some of them. Yeah. But that's why it's all connected. It's like, what the? F- We're not paraphrasing, guys. These are exact that, That's words. almost exact yeah. words of what he said. Yeah. It was very much written to be like, oh, whoa, this is, how deep does this rabbit hole go? <laughs> Where do all these red pieces of yarn go? <laughs> but it really is like, none of these connect. Yeah. There's no, there's no... You, Except for the ones with all the marks on the wrist and the fetuses ripped out of the bellies. <laughs> Clearly, it's a serial killer. So then Jane calls them mm-hmm. and is like, hey, come to this place. Uh, there's a bunch of pregnant women who have fetuses <laughs> that are afraid they're about to be torn out or yeah. whatever. Come quick. They're reporting a monster. So they drive over there and they find the same effing footprints. Yes. And Gabrielle Union's like, I'm done with this. I'm going home. Yeah, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> and what? Okay. And what was Kolchak doing with he, the spray okay. gun? The, he was the, spraying chemical tracers. Okay. Okay. So that he could follow the chemical scent. Uh, the chemical like scent. Is this I guess? a real thing? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've never heard of it. It looked like. But that way he could track if the chemical scent had landed on an animal or somebody in the vicinity. Okay. And that's how he tracked him into the cave. What? Yes. Yes. That's how he tracked him. Yes, into the cave? and he had the tracker on his weird oh, phone thing. Oh, I guess you're right. Because like I was gonna say he because tra- like he parks his- again. Poorly done. <laughs> he parks his, his Mustang horribly. Yeah, horribly. And then she leaves in another car. Did, did, didn't they arrive together? She took Jane's car, so I guess he was going to get a ride home with Kolchak, or she stranded in there. She just stranded. She yeah. was just like, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I'm done with these these Puma murders. <laughs> they don't even have to be monsters. No, there they're, could be they're just coyotes lions. or mountain lions or something killing pregnant women. And she's women. like, this isn't my story, these people. I'm yeah, out. I'm out. So she leaves, she gets in her car, and mm-hmm. she gets attacked by a sna- snuzzle. Uh, something. And Coltex somehow gets from the playground yeah, to his car. To his car, revs it up, and runs slams over it. this weird coyote thing. And it looks like, and that's the point. Like, if you've ever seen those pictures of people, like, I found a chupacabra. Yeah, like, that's what it looks that's like. That's what it looks like. It yeah. looked like a mangy coyote or something yeah. like that. They turn it in, and then everyone's like, it was a coyote. And they're like, that didn't look like any coyote I've ever seen. Yeah. And they're like, well, we want to in- independently verify this. And they're like, you can't. We animal- cremated it. Animal control came 30 minutes ago and already cremated this animal. Yeah. So you're SOL. <laughs> and that's when they go, they track it to the cave. Yeah. They save the little girl. Mm-hmm. Jane nearly dies. Yes. We never see what it was. No. He writes a story. The end. Now, if you write, if you are involved <laughs> in the rescue of a little girl from monsters, yeah. do you write that in your story? Like, yeah, and I'm like, and like, I was the hero. <laughs> I rescued the little girl. Me, the I writer ripped, of this article. At that point, I ripped off my shirt. My Exposing ab- my glorious pecs. My abs glistening in the moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> and Gabrielle Union was like, my hero, Kotak. Um, I guess my biggest mystery left over is what happened to the Gumby? How did the Gumby lose? Did the monster that killed his wife maim it, the Gumby? No, okay, no. In when his it, car, okay. he has a Gumby thing, and they show it a lot in the, the show. When the monster thing broke in through the windshield, it had its open mouth with the teeth. Right. And so when it, when it went in to rip her out. It ate his Gumby? It grabbed a part of the Gumby, I think, and then pulled everything, and the, the Gumby half broke off. That doesn't make that doesn't that doesn't hold water. That doesn't truck. <laughs> that that, that dog, bucket don't hold water. That dog don't hunt. <laughs> well, happen. my bucket's got a hole in it. So you're telling me that the flimsy string yeah, holding uh-huh. that gumby yes. is strong enough. Yes. Not to mention the rear view mirror is strong yes. enough to withstand the this jaw is, yes. of a monster that this can drag is what I'm a person you. out of a window. Yes, this is what I'm telling you. Okay, okay. No questions then, no questions. <laughs> and then at that point, you were like, I like this show. And I was like, my jaw hit the floor. Because <laughs> it's ridiculous. But the premise is, is really good. I just wish it was done better. Yeah, it's not, yeah. 
we're making fun of it. I do not recommend it in terms of like, oh, you should watch this. It's a good show. No, no, me If either. you want to watch something stupid, it's on Netflix. Go watch. I mean, YouTube. Go watch it. Yeah. It's like. It's, it's absurd. <laughs> it really is. It's But terrible. I really wish it was done better because I think it could have been really good. Yeah. I, I, I kind of have to agree. It's one you. of the more fun things we've watched lately, to be uh, honest. Honestly, yeah. Probably. Because I could laugh throughout the whole thing, you know, like I was making fun of that woman. Yeah, it's like, like I said, like I said, it has a very SNL yeah sketch vibe to it, <laughs> yes. which I mean is not an endorsement no. of it, but it's like it's funny. But his it is. but his dumb voiceover with the questions, questions, questions dead answers. I was laughing too hard, and honestly, it was a lot of fun to watch, which and is why I liked me, it. Culture, the nice stuff, because it was so dumb. Yeah, it was so dumb. but it could have been really good. It could have been really good. And that's what I mean by I liked it. Yeah. I um, I, I have a, uh, okay, I have a 5 out of 10 star review. The reason why I have a 5 out of 10 star review is people who don't like this show love to talk about it. Okay. They, they probably spent more time writing their reviews than there actually is time in the show. Of course, we talked longer than the, oh, that's <laughs> like, true. the show, too. But this person said, Bob45. In 2006, it's a pale knockoff of the original classic. Uh, this is a shortish review. That's why I chose okay. it. Shame on you, Dan Curtis. <laughs> Don't you realize what made the original The Night Stalker movies and series such a classic was the wonderful interplay between Kolchak and his boss? Kolchak Wait, and... there is an interplay? Well, in the original series. Yeah, I know. But that's what Their I was saying. Their boss like, sucks. Their boss sucks. Their boss sucks. Their boss at one point is like, you guys just need to get along. He treats them like children. Yes, like children. And like you said at one point, they're like, because like, like we said, he hires Kolchak yeah. without telling who would be his immediate supervisor yes. that he's doing so. Mm-hmm. Basically places him in a level, if not above her, mm-hmm. at least on her level. Yeah. Did not tell her. And yeah. then when she rightfully gets pissed about this, mm-hmm. he's like, you guys are just going to figure it out and deal yeah. with it. And you, and you were like, no, man, this is your fault. Yeah. You're a bad manager. <laughs> yeah, he's bad. Like, he could... Nothing would have... So much stuff could have been helped mm-hmm. if he had just sat Gabrielle Union down at the beginning. He's like, hey, there's this guy. He's a great reporter. Mm-hmm. He's a real go-getter. Mm-hmm. Um, however, he was accused of murdering his wife, but I don't believe he actually did it. Right. Um, he's going to be working with you from now on. Yeah. Have that conversation. Yeah. But, but you're still the, the senior reporter. But you're still the senior mm-hmm. reporter, but, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Even though it turns out he has more years experience, so it's kind of like she was ceding that title to him. Yeah, that was stupid. Which was dumb. Yeah, I didn't Like, he that. was a better reporter than her? Well. Well, the only reason why he's a better <laughs> reporter than her is because he actually did some investigating. Yeah. And actually wrote the article. We saw him writing it. So yes. he was putting words to paper. So, that's so good. there you go. But their boss sucks. Sucks. Uh, Kolchak and Vincen- Vincenzo uh, were colorful, if not downright cliche newspaper people. Instead, you give us t- Stuart Townsend, who's about as colorful as beige. You <laughs> turn the focus on the show into sexual tension between Townsend and Gabrielle Union. I didn't get that. None at all. None. Repellent, like two <laughs> magnets repelling each other at yeah. all times. <laughs> nothing against either of them. No. They're both beautiful people. Yep. Just nothing there. Nothing there. <laughs> I actually would watch more to see them try to put sexual <laughs> in between them. Like, even, like, Mulder and Scully, mm-hmm. even though they don't consummate that yeah. relationship for years and years and years, mm-hmm. there's always that... There's under- always something there. You, the, the viewers always wanted it until yeah. it happened, and then we were like... And then we're like, ew, no, no, no. No, no, no. That's not what we wanted. Union, who is one of the most beautiful, bright, and charismatic Hollywood actresses, Gets to play straight man to a straight man. <laughs> if you're going to go for the Mulder Scully angle, you could have at least given us an ironically funny male lead. Instead, mm. this series is starting off as a rejected X Files episode. Mm. Night Stalker needs at least a quirky Kolchak. Say Matthew Lillard or David oh Schwimmer. Oh my god. <laughs> Look at the great success of Doctor Who and go back to the drawing board. I gave this Night Stalker pilot a five. How would you feel if David Schwimmer, Ross from Friends, I would have shot my TV. Really? I hate that dude. Okay, what about, uh, what was the other person? Matthew Matthew Lillard? Lillard. What about Matthew Lillard? Okay, if he does it as Shaggy, 
then yes. Zoinks! Ace cube! Okay. Okay, uh, now, now yeah. think about it. Shaggy as Kolchak, the Night Stalker. Matthew Lillard as Shaggy, Shaggy as, as Kolchak, Kolchak colon, the, the Night, Night Stalker. Stalker. It would be glorious. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> uh, let's see if I got a 10 star review. I doubt it. Um, I haven't really had a chance to, to look. Okay. Uh, this is from Ben Steph. Wasn't the other guy Ben? This is no, this was Ben 45. And, and this then is this ben is Steph. Ben Steph. Okay. I'm Ben Steph, and I'm now Steph. <laughs> ben Steph? I'm still Steph. And, and I, will I will always be Steph. Steph. <laughs> <laughs> to all who hated Night Stalker. Okay, I've read so many comments of people thinking Night Stalker was terrible, and I'm quite surprised. <laughs> Not only do I hate watching television and think it's a waste of time, but also quite rarely find a show that catches my interest. Okay. So because I have Wait. no taste, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm well qualified <laughs> to rate this. I have no experience with television and how what good would look like in television, so you should listen to me. Yes, okay, excellent. <laughs> Night Stalker did just that. I did not miss one episode of that series. It's only ten. Now I own the DVD and know all about the series. The only bad thing about Night Stalker... Is that it ends. It's <laughs> that it ends. If they took, if they took it out oh of production, my God. it did not conclude anything in the DVD. Oh, like they were going to make a special episode for the DVD collection to be like, let's wrap it all up. They're all wear pumas, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what if every episode is the same wear puma? What if that was his big bag? No, because we saw in the ending credits that there were some like mummified corpses of a couple like hugging or something. Yeah, like the Pompeii. People. Yeah. Yeah. See, that, this could have been really good. It could have been. It sucks that they did such a bad job. It really, like I said, it really feels like, honestly, there's nothing about this premise that shouldn't work. Yeah. Even at the time, mm-hmm. you had probably Supernatural. Mm-hmm. I don't know when exact dates are, but I am assuming around this time. Yeah. Supernatural, Grimm, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. X-Files had just probably gone off the air a few years before. You still had Buffy, Angel. Two, uh, yeah, 2006. Yeah. If, if they weren't still being produced, mm-hmm. they were in the zeitgeist still. Exactly. They were still like, like that feeling of a paranormal mm-hmm. investigative show was still a a good bet. Yeah, exactly. I would say. The, and then the, with a built-in audience of this cult favorite. A built-in audience, and yeah. then you hire Stuart Townsend and Gabrielle Union. Yeah. The fact that it... How it failed is dubious. It, like, it How? feels like they were not trying. It's like, like they were intentionally intentionally trying to murder it. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. a, like a producer's situation mm-hmm. or like Fantastic Four. That's the only real reason why I can see because it's like it's got... It's got like everything the air of legitimacy, yeah. yeah, but it's terrible, yeah, but it has an amateur feel to it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really now. If you had told me, like I said earlier in this podcast, if this was a bunch of like 20 year olds who are like, hey, let's remake, yeah, send Night- this pilot off, listen, and... I would have been like, this is fantastic, yeah, but the fact that it was a real show, yeah, is terrible, yeah, agreed. Uh, Night Stalker is one of the best productions I've seen on TV. I think Stuart Townsend is a great actor who continues to be disregarded for one reason or another. Okay. okay. Gabrielle Union also did an amazing job in the series. She was amazing. 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 You can't expect the series to be like the original. If they were to do the same as the original, it wouldn't grab attention because it was the same thing. Oh, and this one did grab attention. That's why it went 10 episodes. It got canceled yeah. right away. I know all about TV. <laughs> uh, I think some people are afraid of change. Because that's just what this is. An investigative show with a little horror and some mystery thrown in. It's brilliant! <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I guess we're, we're here. Would you greenlight this show? I'm very curious. If that if was you... its cheap pilot, then I would have been like, yeah, let's make it better. Yeah, like, this really does feel like, in the sense of what we do on this podcast, yeah, yeah. this was a pilot mm-hmm. that was made... To sell a show. Yeah. It was made cheaper. To sell a show to the network. To a network. So, no, it's not. However, it was released to the public for reasons unknown. Yeah, it was released as is. Yeah. Rather than, like, this is our template. Yes. For a series. This is what, mm-hmm. this is the idea we're giving you. Yeah. Like, it's like a. Sort of like with publishers, I send temporary mock-ups. They're terrible. Yeah. But you get the idea of, of what I'm going to do at the end. Yeah, it's like an elevator pitch. Yeah. Or like a first draft. Mm-hmm. It's like. Here's the story. What do you think? Yeah. Would you want to put some money into this? Mm-hmm. Get some real writers. And, yeah. You know, get some r- real directors and all that stuff mm-hmm. and, like, make it good. Yeah. Like, if 
if I was a a Hollywood exec mm-hmm. and someone came to me with those conditions yes. and put that in front of me, I'd be like, yes, there's potential yeah. here. We can go mm-hmm. ahead with this. Let's go with sexy people. And maybe they did. Maybe <laughs> episode two is better. Maybe it's, you know. Well, maybe, know. maybe. But uh, there's no reason this one should have ever seen mm-hmm. the light of day. No. <laughs> I'm not saying Stuart Townsend and Gabrielle Union aren't sexy, but I'm, I'm talking about like some more like kind of rugged looking kinds. He. You know? Yeah, I do. Honestly, the he's more too I think much of, Matthew, of a city boy. The, the more I think of Matthew Lillard in yeah. this role, I kind of do sort of like that. Okay. I think he might have been a fun. David Schwimmer's just funny. Oh my god. <laughs> we were on a break. Oh my. And then my wife got eaten by a were puma. Uh. But <laughs> but like I do kind of agree with that. I think he's he's too Dorian Gray, man. He's yeah, too, he's Dorian Gray. He's too. He's too pretty. Too pretty mm-hmm. to be messy. Yeah. And I feel like Kolchak, the character, should be messier. Yeah, I think so, too. You know? But not gross messy. There's a no. fine line. I am thinking almost like, the thought that keeps coming to my mind is like a Sean Spencer from, like, Psych. Like, a little mm-hmm. bit messy, a little quirky, but not that comedic. Not that far. I would have gone more in the horror direction. Okay. More grit. I wouldn't necessarily lean into less, comedy. Less comedy. Yeah. Well, that, was Be- there comedy in this? No, show? because fetuses are being ripped out of pregnant women. Yeah, how are you making what, jokes what, about that? How are you going to joke about that? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I um, I I think he more than Gabrielle Union was miscast. I think yeah. she was fine. Ah, I don't think but so. But I think her character was bad. Her character was just bad. It was like when you read a book or something from an author who clearly has done no research into mm-hmm. a particular field, mm-hmm. and they just think like this is how cops. Yeah. Do stuff, or this is how investigative journalists mm-hmm. do. But it's like if you're the head investigative journalist for the and you're walking away from like a real investigation, like there are people right now inside this building cowering mm-hmm. from a monster, and we have footprints outside yeah. that proves that at least something. And you're was walking there, away because this is absurd to you. Then you should be fired from your job. Yeah. And maybe Kolchak yeah. should take your job. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> maybe, maybe he should. Um, or maybe just give him his British accent. Maybe just give Stuart Townsend his British accent. That might have been good. Maybe. Give him something. Because like when Brits do the American accent, mm-hmm. it always becomes like a very generic yeah. American accent. It's a little, I feel like it's almost like a struggle for them to Yeah, and it. so they can't really they're, act. They're so in their head trying mm-hmm. to like keep maintain the accent that like the acting kind of like comes off stale. Stale. Yeah. Or so it always comes up with that ra- like a that raspy kind of like bland monotone yeah. voice where it's like just you know, I'm not saying like you need to hire Americans to be Americans and Brits to be Brits, but like right. Some people do it better than others, you know, and I don't know that maybe he was the best choice for this. Agreed. So, yeah. So, Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday. Uh, I'm saying that I'm putting a lot of emphasis on that. Each Tuesday. Uh And it can be found on SoundCloud. 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 That's that's a new one. SoundCloud is... (laughs) like the Bads Boys. It's like the Bads Boys. That's where you find our podcast. (laughs) Stitcher, where our most fine podcasts can be found. Podcast. God! (laughs) As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us. Oh, we're not on Twitter anymore. Or email us, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Email us. Email us. Ditch Twitter. Ditch it. I've ditched it. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm... I, I'm still reluctantly on it. I'm still waiting to see what's how this is all playing out, honestly. Well, I, I haven't posted on Twitter in like three years, yeah, so it's not really that much of a statement <laughs> you know, like for a, me. Yeah. yeah, I mean like... It's, it's just like, yeah, I ditched it. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't using it. I mean like, well, like, you know, um, John A., he, 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 uh, he tweets us out a lot. Yeah. And I don't want to discourage people from doing that because that helps us exactly. find uh, people. But like, yeah, I mean... Twitter sucks. If we can find an alternative <laughs> to Elon Musk's little weird fantasy Ugh, world he's, that he's so in. gross. He's so gross. And like, so imagine gross. you have $44 billion and that's what you did with it. You bought Twitter? If I had $44 billion, <laughs> you guys would never hear from me again. If I had $44 billion, I'd have my own fucking country and it would be amazing. I would take, I, I wouldn't even need the $44 billion to disappear from life. Mm-hmm. And I would donate most of it 
to something. I'd run my own country. Yeah. And I would just be the the uh, tyrant that you never heard from. And this dude just like wanted to buy. <laughs> you would just have like health care and public education and all this other great stuff. It would be an amazing country. He just wanted to buy Twitter because people were making fun of him. That's really what it came down to. What a f***ing dork. What you a... have money, man. Do something good with Do it. Do something with it. Stop being a f***ing turd. But speaking of turds and toxic masculinity. Oh, yeah. Next month. What's the show called? Seal Team. Seal Team. And I then, and then oh, God. Shantaram. Shantaram. We'll see how that I goes. will get it right by the end. By the time we get to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the we'll, episode. I think we'll have to hear it in context in the show. Yeah. To make sure we're saying it right. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So Looks with, fabulous. With right up my alley. Oh, right up your alley. Right up my alley. <laughs> of just dumb, dumb shit. <laughs> so, so, you know, the this might be the scariest month of all, <laughs> is what I'm saying. So uh, we will see. Oh, and we'll still be doing Miami Vice that month too, because I'm sure that's toxic masculinity. Yeah, we're gonna. So, so that's at least three shows that we're gonna be watching, and I don't know what else we'll be. Oh, I'm sure. I will find a good toxic masculinity show. I, I actually, I can pick them. I'm gonna maybe leave it up to you because I googled like shows that men like or toxic shows or whatever, and it was like Mad Men. And like mm-hmm. Breaking Bad, and I'm like, well, those really aren't. Well, Game of Thrones, and I'm like, uh, eh, that's not really a no. That's not what I'm. That's looking not for. what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's yeah. not what. I'm, see, like, I'm thinking like, isn't there? Doesn't John Krasinski have like a Jack Ryan? Yes, that one. Yeah. we're doing that one. Yeah. Tom Clancy is Jack Ryan as Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Tom Clancy. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Lillard is Tom Clancy's yes! as Jack Ryan in Tom Clancy's in Jack Scooby-Doo's Ryan. Adventure of Jack Ryan. <laughs> hey, Scoob. I don't know what's going on, man. This would be fabulous. <laughs> Do it. God, why can't we have Scooby-Doo characters in all our TV shows? Them and Muppets, man. Them Just, and Muppets. If you want to do a remake, it has to only be Muppets. What if they did Kolchak the Night Stalker with Muppets? It would be Kermit, awesome. Kolchak, Piggy, Gabrielle Union. Yes. Like uh, uh, Gonzo's Jane. Jane, yes. Yeah. Uh, this thing writes itself. Oh, oh Sam the Eagle is... Uh, As uh, the manager. No, no, no. Oh, well, I guess he could do that. I was oh, he could be Agent Fane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say... Honestly, <laughs> this is going to be like a segment in all our podcasts. Their boss Would should Would the be, Muppets make it better? Yes, yes, and yes. Their boss should be Statler and War- Waldorf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, another shitty report. Ho, yeah. ho, ho, ho. <laughs> How are we still in business? Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, it would yeah, be, be great. great. It'd be great. It'd be great. Anyway, everything's better with Muppets. Everything's okay. better with Scooby-Doo. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week and with the Muppets. Present Jack Pilot Ryan. <laughs> See you next week. Love, Love you. you. Bye.